Hello, Truth Over Tea fans, friends, and fanatics. It's me. You know the sound of that. It's my tea. And this is Truth Over Tea. I'm your host, Christopher Wilma, as you know, where we're telling the truth here over spilling the tea to the LGBT community. I am so glad to have you. If you're a first timer, welcome. We're telling the truth over spilling the tea at this podcast. So you can expect a lot of scripture and a lot of facts that I'll push here and not gossip or hearsay or what he thinks I think and what others thinks. Um, I'm pretty sure there's enough information out there and people out there pumping such gossip tea and hearsay that you can find plenty of resources for. But this is a podcast carved out to tell the truth. And the truth is Jesus Christ, which is revealed through the grace of God. And I'm targeting the LGBT community because I'm kind of tailor making the gospel for them. Some may even be as bold to call it a gay gospel, even though I would prefer you not to. But nonetheless, I want the gay community to feel accepted, experience change and practice self-control. And that's what we believe here at Gay Apparel, which is the uh, I guess you can say the producers or the platform at which this Truth Over Tea podcast comes out from. So, again, if you're a first timer, please pay that a visit. The website to Gay Apparel and our resources there and a lot of what um, this podcast has derived out of. It's um, the website is www.godaccepts.you, spelled out Y-O-U, the number two dot com. And again, it's www.godaccepts.you, the number two dot com. Please feel free to subscribe to our email listing there. I will be trying to push out um, daily and possibly weekly, weekly, possibly daily, excuse me, email. Uh, I guess you could say in information resources about upcoming things, just different things God puts on my heart for the community at that time, just so you guys can stay engaged and encouraged and uplifted. So you don't have to wait for Tuesdays to hear, hopefully encouraging, yet challenging and convicting truth. So please bear with this new mic as well. Another announcement and some preliminaries. I'm trying to play around with just different uh, technology here on this side of things to try to make sure I'm giving you the best quality of not just truth as I study and dive in and divulge and my personal relationship with the Lord and then my study in the Bible and through different scientific points that we've made, but also to it presented in a level of excellence. So I want to make sure the sound sounds good and the content is good. So please bear with this, any feedback that you may possibly get on this uh, mic, because I won't know until I listen to it after, which I do listen. So I like to perfect my art as many should and I guess like to as well. So we're going to be diving into our topic today. We've been talking about sex, sexuality and sin for our season two installment. So a lot of this will be uh, in line to that. If you're not keeping up with it or if you feel lost throughout it, play some of the previous episodes of visits because I'm trying to not be so tedious with reviewing every single time I get so in trouble for that so i think it takes up too much time with the preliminaries you already have to say at the beginning of an episode introducing people and then on top of that revisiting all the other points i've already made and then i end up extending the recording longer than i anticipated because of that longer time i spent in the beginning so i'm going to dive right into sex sexuality and sin and specifically we've been carving out the time to discuss sexuality and we have defined actually webster's dictionary has defined sexuality as an express sexual feeling emotions, how a person thinks that they sexually are, in a sense, um, is how one definition even describes it. And it's just that person's identifying sexual expression. If you know for the LGBT community, uh, sexuality is more than just sex and sexuality. It's a identity for majority of those in the LGBTQIA community, which we learned it stands for an acronym that 
breaks up each sexuality that is expressed in the community. And when we talk about telling the truth to the LGBT community, we have to carve out each part of the community, if you will, to target these uh, this truth to them, to cater, make, to cater and tailor make it. Because sometimes when you read the Bible, when you read statistics and facts, statistics and facts are a little bit easier to pinpoint where you stand on that because it's very clear, cut and dry when a, a theologian or not a theologian, but a science, a scientist or a psychiatrist and uh, what do you call it? releases truth or releases facts, so to speak. But when you're reading the Bible, it's kind of hard to find the same tailor-made, cut-and-dry topics. You need the Holy Spirit to kind of guide you through this truth, like the Bible even says, to guide you through truth to help you understand how it relates to you. And that's what, of course, the podcast is meant to uh, be for you, but also your personal relationship with God. Remember, I'm all about relationship over religion. And so you'll see that throughout the podcast, if you haven't already, as I speak the truth in love like we've learned to do. From Ephesians. So LGBTQIA is the proof that I said in our previous episodes, which I'm not going to do a, a review of. I just said that. But nonetheless, we were talking about the fluidity thereof. And I wanted to show you just how fluid it is as um, I continue to further prove such point that um, because sexuality is fluid, people's who identify with it are also going to be very it's going to be you're going to see a very fluid expression in identity as we've seen in all other communities as well but this fluidity is is constituted if that's a word or consequently no let me not try to sound smart (laughs) but nonetheless it's um that fluidity has contributed to so much of the demise and issues and perversions and confusions that therefore a lot of the people in the LGBTQIA community, unfortunately, um, are dealing with. And a lot of people may not call it confusion and use these other choice words, but it's exactly what it is. And I've shown and proven that over the episodes past, but I wanted to build on that for this episode on just how deep sexuality goes in the fluidity thereof in the LGBTQIA plus community. The acronym is self-explanatory of that very point. And it supports that. But also, if you even go into, I'm going to more do male sexuality, um, target that this sub, this installment of truth, the male sexuality in the homosexual community or the LGBT community is even broken up as uh, uh, another fluid way of expression. We have tops and bottoms. And I wanted to kind of, without being too vulgar and going too deep with it, just express to you what that is. If you ever hear that or if you are talking to a, uh, or ministering more say, Uh, to a uh, LGBT identifying individual, you may hear this word come up top or bottom. And I want to just quickly address it. Top and bottom is something that is targeting the male homosexual experience. And that's their expression of how they sexually identify because of how they're sexually expressing, like that definition, sexually expressing themselves with the same sex, of course, um, being a male. And it's more so targeted for males uh, homosexuals, not females. So this may seem a little biased, this installment of truth, but yeah, I have to be in a sense. So the male sexuality, there's even fluidity there. And we see tops and bottoms. I believe the same is for females. But being a male, um, having been uh, changed now, but at one point identifying in the LGBTQIA community, um, I I was considered as a male uh, homosexual. You had to further identify not just as a homosexual or as gay or queer you had to further identify they would ask a lot a lot of dating and sex apps 
because that's what they are. They have, would ask, are you a top or bottom? And top is just the person who's more so seen as the more masculine one or the penetrator, if you will. I'm sorry, again, not to get too vulgar. And the bottom is the receiver of, of such penetration. And so they would ask you top or bottom because they want to see how not only what you identify with sexually, but how you are going to express sexual your sexual appetite and expression with uh, said male that you're encountering. And so most people on a dating app would ask and further ask, are you a top or bottom? And it's just healthy to know this um, when ministering to the LGBT community only because I just want you to be woke and I want to be well-rounded with this truth so you don't feel like it's selective. And even though I'm coming from the Bible, which is universally can be applied to all things and all people, I don't want you to see or feel any biases with it because I didn't address and talk about um, enough well-rounded issues or well-rounded topics. I'm pretty sure it's continuing to evolve, so I probably won't hit every topic and, like I said before, go in depth with those topics. But nonetheless, just want to wake you up to truth as we're learning to do so in these um, prevalent times and these very deceiving trying times where everybody's just throwing off truth and identifying with feelings. And I always say it like this, they're throwing off faith and, and they're being led by their feelings. They're abandoning their faith for their feelings. And so... Um, that's another subject another day. But for the LGBT community, the uh, excuse me, the males in the community who identify with being gay or queer, which again, gay is more of the it means gay and queer mean the same thing. But queer can have a connotation of fe more feminine um, that that word queer is normally associated with for some people. But the male uh, homosexual experience is often even further uh, classified as top or bottom and so the um, homosexual who is a male of course who says I'm gay or queer they're going to further even sexually identify themselves as top or bottom and so that's not much stuff I'm going to pull in scripture to help you to understand that I think you can with that um, example already understand the fluidity there and kind of help you to further understand even i've seen where we talk about like tops and bottoms how a top or a bottom has certain characteristics about them some say that the bottom's more feminine the bottom is uh more so geared to the woman or the femininity in a woman and so it helps the relationship function better when they know who and what is going to be playing which role so who's going to be like somebody just naturally call it the man who's going to be the woman I was talking to a uh, gentleman who's not in that lifestyle, never been, but was like he doesn't really fully understand homosexuality or even lesbianism because he was saying um, this is just expressing his truth or his questions or comments or concerns. And he was just saying, I don't understand because I could see if you're a male who's attracted to another male and the masculinity of all of that because you can't get that from a female. But to, to be a male and you're attracted to the femininity and a, a man who dresses up as a girl or a man who is very, very feminine, he says, why don't you just date a girl? And that's, that's a good point. I'm going to have to talk about that on the podcast. So I submit that same question to you uh, for who may be in that lifestyle or know people in it. I don't I don't know. That's a good question, because for me, in my experience, I was attracted more so to the masculine, the masculinity because of that's what I needed for affirmation and establishment and, and well-rounding me or not well-rounding me, excuse me, but um, confirming and affirming me. And there's something about that masculine energy as I'm studying in another segment of truth. I can't wait to dive into you all.
on um, the Lord has given me a powerful revelation of masculinity and femininity, but that masculine energy gives off a, and it, it or doesn't give off, but it, it establishes you. There's something about that, we call it energy or that force that comes out and off of most majority of men, um, sometimes even women on some occasions, but mostly men, this masculine energy that just is very affirming. And so for me, because I was broken and, and needing a lot of acceptance and affirming, that is what I was much more so attracted to. But for me and my experience, which I'm going to get into next episode, I, top or bottom, I really didn't know what I was and how to identify with that because I didn't think I was feminine enough to be bottom and 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 then didn't know if I was masculine enough to be a top so you see even that division there and having to identify femininity to identify with femininity versus masculinity and and even if you were more masculine I'm not saying you couldn't be a bottom if you're more feminine you couldn't be a top per se it's just typically that's what they would associate you with and for me it was hard to find that association like what do I identify with what do I would I characterize myself and so now they came up with another expression of sexuality for the male sexuality expression for homosexuality it's which is versatile so you can be top bottom or versatile so I would just tell people at that time and season I was versatile because I didn't know and again we're I'm kind of warming you up to some very transparent truths I'm going to get into in the upcoming episodes not really getting to the vulgar side of that because that can be fleshy that can be very worldly and it can kind of entice people to be nosy oh i want to hear what he was and what he did no 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 no, no. that's not about that and i'm not trying to tell my truth to do that but i'm just trying to make it tangible this gospel and how it changed me and just what it changed about me because a lot of people may believe i came out of lifestyle but they don't know how deep i was in it and even i sometimes forget the change of sexuality to identity that god did in my life and just how identified I was sexually but not identified in any other area and for like I said most of the LGBT community it's all about sexual their identity is all about their sexuality so when you can't uh, when you don't know how to fit in that for me I didn't know how to fit in that because I didn't I definitely wasn't a lesbian but I, I, I felt like I was gay but I didn't fit in with the gay stigma or 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 the gay status quo because either I was too masculine which most people liked and are attracted to but they didn't know really what to do with it and I didn't know how to express it or I was feminine and and they wanted to t exert their masculine energy over me and you see even some of the stuff that happens in heterosexual relationships even happening um, homosexual relationships and that's what I was dealing with I was like I, I, I'm attracted to this masculine energy because I need this affirmation that comes from that uh, uh, masculine energy that cannot and will not come from femininity but um, I also like I also like like this and need this nurturing component I was just broken all around and so since my sexuality was my identity I was trying to find a way that can fill and fit both those things so I needed the masculine energy but I also was attracted to the feminine energy so it was like Going back to that guy's question, why do men, the majority of men who are gay, deal with people who are very feminine? If you are attracted to a male, aren't you or shouldn't you be attracted to everything about a male? Why are you attracted to a male who's feminine? And that's a good question. So it brings that versatile or versity um, or diversity, I guess you can say to sexuality for the male homosexual experience. And hopefully this is all coming together for you and you're understanding my points today. But it was just interesting, again, going back to, to, to the fluidity, proving and furthering, uh, proving such point that homosexuality in itself, what the Bible just specifically and, and holistically calls all of the LGBT, all the acronyms, it just sums it all up in homosexuality. So it's homosexuality 
from the biblical perspective is not going to break it up to this degree. So we go to other resources and, and, and even people's personal experience to kind of help you understand that. So forgive me if we don't really open the Bible too much on this episode, but I'll try to keep it, of course, always anchored in truth and lining up with such. So it's just interesting. Uh, when we talk about the male sexual experience in the homosexual community, just even how further uh, fluid it goes. I keep saying that. I'm sorry for sounding like a broken record. But um, I did want to show you some of the uh, caveats to that or some of what actually the consequences of what happens. Um, or actually, no, 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 no. Let me back up. I want to show you the origin of where that came from and how that is very mirrored in the world. We see in the world that... Um, I said this often that sexuality and sex revolves around the man. When you look at pornography, it all caters to the man. You you will you will more likely see two women with a guy and a guy's enjoying his pleasure with them and seeing the two women have their uh, sexual escapade to arouse the man, but you won't see it vice versa. You won't see two men together for the arousal of the of the woman and catering to the woman's need because why? That very point I just made, sexuality revolves around the man. And we see how it's that is very uh, predominant in the LGBT community of how just everything's about sex and everything's about sexuality there and how much it caters to in the fluidity and the freedom that men in the community have a little bit more than women. And we just see that carried over in, in both groups of people in heterosexual communities and homosexual. And I just th saw that as interesting when I was kind of targeting the male homosexual experience. When we talk about LGBT community and sex, sexuality and sin, that everything revolves around the men. I, I heard it like this, that men are the, 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 the sexual orbit that women uh, revolve around and, and women cater to the man's sexual uh, expression and really m women or people cater to the masculinity and the sexuality of, of the individual so you don't even have to be gay or straight you could be either or, or both and and as long as you're giving off a masculine energy most likely your sexual needs are going to be addressed more than that who's giving off the feminine energy because again ma masculinity of course is more of a man's trait and sexuality revolves around the man. Even from the earliest of times when we see in the Roman Empire and the Greek mythology, if you, you study any of that, everything was about the man. And in fact, we showed you, oh, I mean, I don't know how many times I've referenced Romans 1, but the Roman Empire was the ones who introduced us to homosexuality or record, that was the first recording of it. And everything was first expressed through the man. Men were the first ones to express such activity. I'm not saying women didn't catch on, but since men had that freedom to be fluid with their sexuality, even then, you still see that now. And so we see the dangers of that that freedom. And I'm not against freedom. I'm against freedom without restraints. I'm, I'm against freedom without boundaries. Now, somebody say, Chris, brother Chris, you know, wouldn't that be not freedom if they're, if you're putting some type of restraint or a boundary on it? Well, let's let me help you to understand what true freedom is sexually, uh, uh, financially, whatever word or way you would like to use the word. Uh, freedom is not no restraint. That's not freedom. That's chaos. Freedom without restraint is chaos. If you were to say, let's make a free nation and you said a free nation means no laws. That means you would have a chaotic nation. That's what we're seeing in this day and time, not to get political, where you see certain countries and or not countries, but certain cities and states who are have the, the separation from their federal government to and the freedom, I should say, from the federal government to kind of institute their own laws to some degree. You see that, you know, they're 
uh, pulling back on some enforcement of laws in those communities. And you see some of the rising and just look at the statistics. And I know this is going to offend a lot of the Black Lives Matter supporters and movements, even though I'm one of them to some degree, that you see people who take off restraint, take off laws, take off order. No law and order. There won't be no order. Think about it. Law and order. Law helps enforce order. And even under grace, where there's no there's no law of Moses, there's still a law of love. So that's the boundary. And so freedom must operate in the boundary of love. And so when we see even in the home, the LGBT lifestyle where they say I'm free and, you know, I am this sexuality and identify with this sex. You and then they say that's their expression of freedom. Well, it's I understand what they mean, expression of freedom, because they're no longer under that pressure of trying to have to be somebody they don't feel that they are. But it's not freedom if you had to throw off all restraint. And so we see in the sexuality components or topics, um, people are throwing off all restraint in that arena because they have had that misconstrued idea of freedom. So I'm going to be free. And it's normally the men. You can, women have never had their, or I will say they're having now, but they never had before such sexual freedom. They were very, um, controlled with what they could do with their sex and sexuality. Now we're having, you know, feminine, femininity on all, all, all time high and on a rise, which I'm all for femininity, all for just like I'm all for masculinity, but I'm never for anybody to exert that over one another. I still feel like there should be a balance and there should be a equality where those things are concerned. But nonetheless, we're talking about sexuality. And when doing so, I just thought it was interesting to point out just how much men have been catered to sexually. And as a man, as a gay one at one point, and as a, I don't like to call myself a straight one. I'm a Christian. I like to identify with Christ above all things, black, white, gay, straight. I like to identify with him above all things, but as a, as a, um, changed man and changing man, I'm not stopped. I haven't stopped changing. I'm continuing to, I've noticed that as a man, we get a lot of preferential treatment where sex is concerned, and especially if you're a top in the LGBT lifestyle, or especially if you're giving off a lot of masculine energy, you're going to get a lot of submission. It's it's almost like warranted in some cases, not all people. Some people rebel against the masculine energy because they call it toxic masculinity, which I do believe there's a such thing. I believe that's where homophobia came from, that toxic masculinity telling you you can't be or express or show yourself to be any way, shape or form feminine as a man, because they've associated men with just being masculine, even though men should have masculinity. I don't think a man should be defined holistically just by masculinity, how we've understood it. So I'm getting into my, my, my study about some other things that I, I have to release to you in another segment, but just interesting when breaking up the topic of sexuality, just how these things apply. Um, like I said, in no matter, um, in all of my points, and how I've uh, hopefully dissected them and broken them apart to help you die, to um, uh, make it palatable a little bit for you. I've seen the need for acceptance, change and control in all of those arenas, especially when we talk about the freedom portion. We need to control ourselves with, with, ever, with whatever identity you may be identifying with sexually or uh, Christiany, if you will. You need to control yourself and that should be an element of your freedom and your love and your control and in, in of your um, personhood that whatever it is that you're identifying with, there should be still some level of self-control. And um, normally what I see people in the LGBT community doing, and I've constantly reiterated this point, is people are looking for acceptance. They're looking for that. They don't really care too much about the change part, but they're looking for acceptance because they're looking for identity. And whatever accepts them and, and celebrates them, they're going to most likely gravitate to the most and identify with the most. And so when we talk about sexuality, that's 
what is celebrated to a lot of people in the LGBT community because they finally find something that they can be appreciated for. And especially where the men are concerned, men are looking for that nurturing uh, component. And they're also even looking for, I'm talking about gay men, gay men, and I also say even broken men are looking for that nurturing component and that affirming component. And if a woman or a man can give it to them, they're going to get it. Often heterosexual men, you know, who have a whole bunch of sex with women are looking for that nurturing component. They're looking for a way to soothe and comfort those broken issues that they're using sex as an avenue to get, which, of course, never fulfills. But same thing with homosexual men. They're doing the same thing. And I, and I just see the correlation between the two things is why I'm focusing or um, bringing up that point. And I see just in another they're doing the same thing just with different people. And so homosexual men are having sex with other men and looking for that. I've noticed they're looking for that um, masculine energy, but they also are somewhat. And so for some men, not all more, more so talking to the tops, they're looking for that femininity, uh, a nurturing ability that comes through that. And so it's like they're trying to have both have their cake and eat it too, have both the thing, the, both those things. In reality, you really do. I think there's a place of masculine energy that you need to help uh, establish you and to affirm you, but then you need that femininity that gives you that nurture and that comfort. And those things come from male and female. And I think that's why we have to respect it, which I think this is contributing to the perversion of why God doesn't like homosexuality. Some may say, well, it's so bad about it. You know, it's all love. It's all love. He's like, no, because you threw off restraints to get it. And so it's not, it's not love because you threw off what true love is to have and live your truth. And it's not true love because truth is not in, involved in that. So you threw off restraints to have that. That's one. But then two, it's, you're not honoring the diversity that he put into people. It's just like saying, it's, this is a big, um, strong example, but it's like saying, I, you know, only need white people in the world. There should only be black people in the world. No, we need one another because there's different traits and abilities and characteristics that they bring to the table. And in the LGBT lifestyle, where you talk about sex and sexuality, it's all same sex. So you're only benefiting off of one sex. Excuse that air as it comes on. But it's just interesting. Think about all these points as I've talked about them and how they really correlate with sexuality and just how distorted we become because we haven't understood it and used it, unfortunately, as an identity. But we still never even understood sexuality. And you're going to use that as your identity. And it's so fluid and it changes all the time. And it's based off stuff that's uncertain. And you're basing your identity off that. So many points, so many different things I'm throwing at you. I apologize. But think about that. And so when we talk about that, which I just was saying, it's just very, 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 uh, we have to be very careful because when we start to uh, see that um, uh, same sex, I guess you can say expression in that same sex uh, identification, we don't rep, we don't, we're not representing other things that we need to be respecting and, and often need to be benefiting our lives off of. And I, I said again, the masculine energy and the femininity is necessary for, I believe, the development of a, a human being. We can't just be developed off of masculinity alone. We can't just be developed off of femininity alone. And so when you're in a same-sex relationship, normally, if you don't have those two things in operation, you're, of course, already cheating yourself. And although most people, even as a top or a bottom, gay or, str or, or straight, 
can imitate those things, I think imitating it and being it is two very different things. I can imitate a woman, doesn't mean I am one. And I know that goes against transgender, and which is another sexual expression there. But it's like, you imitating a woman doesn't make you one. You, again, you rob women of everything they went through to be a woman when you do that. You rob a man of everything they, they, they went through to be that. And I'm not talking as a man, I'm not talking as a woman, I'm talking from a place of truth. So we, when we talk about the fluidity, the diversity, we also have to respect that, which is diverse and, and different, and uh, see the benefit off of what each entity and person and, and sex and sexuality is for, uh, uh, let me slow down, let me slow down, because I don't want to say respects the differences in sexuality. Because I, I mean, you do want to respect people's choices and and and, and uh, what they choose and have chosen to identify with, but you don't want to abandon truth to do that. But that, that's neither here or there. But what I'm saying is, we want to respect the femininity and the masculinity that we need for our lives. Each individual, we need both of those things, and I don't think we should just be getting it from one area just because that's that person's. Uh, way of trying to imitate it. I think, if I'm making sense, I don't know if I am. I apologize. But I just like us to respect both male and female. And so um, we don't see that often in the LGBT community because it's all same sex. And so uh, hopefully that makes sense. I feel a lot of different moving points and I kind of were just flowing with um, things as they came up. But just consider those things because I'm going to talk about his transparent truth coming up in this next next installment of truth or just how you'll see all these moving pieces of sex and sexuality and even sin moving in a practical way as I express some of my personal insight and other studies that I've had um, and bring it all together as I just show you my expression my experience of being a versatile homosexual man um, who had to navigate these things and because it was so fluid and it wasn't concrete and things were so uncertain it was very hard for me to navigate through that it was very hard hard for me to even when I was identifying with this lifestyle and that sexual expression I it wasn't enough in it to identify fully with it if that makes sense and so I always felt like I, I know I'm saying I'm gay but I don't I don't even feel like I'm gay enough to be gay I remember I would go out to clubs and and I, I would go to clubs alone and even to this day if I still were to go to clubs I would still go to alone because I'm such a uh, independent person like that but I would go to clubs alone and 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 give off such masculine energy and get this attraction but then it's like I the attraction I was getting or what I was attracting was more of the femininity femininity because femininity is attracted to masculinity but then it was like but I need more masculinity so it's like how do I get what I need but not get rid of what I want because I still liked and wanted the femininity but I needed the masculinity and so it's like how do I navigate that and they're like well you, you, and they're like well you're a top and I'm like well and then they're like no you're a bottom and then it's like well, no, no you could just be versatile and so it was like what wait what I'm, I'm what and so it was very hard to find an identity even when identifying sexual in my sexuality at that time now I identify with Christianity and Christ but um, it's just interesting. And so navigating that and the fluidity thereof became very, very, very difficult. And um, I'm, I'm interested to talk to other people and see their experiences who may be still in the lifestyle who have came out. So um, so you could see some of these points and see some of these perspectives all come together so we can really recognize the truth in it all. And that's the whole point. If you don't see that by now, all of this is truth. And I'm trying to show it in another way to show you that it's true. Not because it's my truth, your truth, or his truth, or her truth, but the truth. And this really does line up to the Bible when 
And he says, this is what will begin to happen. You'll create new forms of evil. You'll come up with new sexes and new sexualities. And let me let me let me be clear. That's exactly what's happening. Uh, we're casting off male and female to create a whole nother different species. We're casting off uh, um, um, our, the truth about our sexuality and sexual expression to now be able to express ourselves however we feel. And now we're getting to a place that we're what they call evolving sexually, where now they're calling all these different sexualities, sexualities and identities, even to the degree of pedophilia, even to the degree of uh, uh, molestation. That used to be called molestation when you would do something to a child or or pe uh, pedophilia when you would um, do something to a, uh, a child. I guess, the, I don't know what the difference is there, um, but you know what I mean. So it's like, you that, that used to be wrong. That used to be evil. That used to be sick. Now they're saying, no, it's just child interest. They're trying to change the name. You see that? And that, we talked about that last episode. When you give something a name, you give it power and authority, and they're trying to change the name and to make it more accepting. Please don't fall for that, and please don't start identifying with that, because now we're ex we're only furthering the fluidity thereof of sexuality, and it's getting dangerous, it's getting dark, but why? We've cast off truth. And so hopefully you see the truth in all these different points, even though I didn't even open the Bible. It's in my heart, and hopefully it came out of my mouth, and you can take it for your life. So I'm rambling, and you know, I'm probably sounding like a broken record at this point, so I'll leave you to that. But I'm going to, again, hopefully I installed a good enough truth for you to kind of be blessed by and encouraged and enlightened, but also prepared for what I'm going to release in my own area of truth. And just so you can see some of those points in the upcoming episode. And I'm really trying to uh, caution you because it's going to be very, very transparent. Um, spilling my tea, if you will. I don't mind spilling mine, but I'm never going to spill someone else's or try not to at least. So. There you have it, guys, girls, and uh, non-binaries. I try to use your proper pronouns. And that's another thing. Let's try to use the pronouns, even if we don't agree with those nouns, and even if we don't, we don't agree with those identities, out of respect and love. I think that's what I'm learning the Lord will want us to do as we speak the truth in love. And you say, well, is, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm starting up all over again. But I think for now, until we can understand a better way of how to inst to impart that truth in a loving way, let's address he or she, however he or she would like to be addressed, because that is another component when we talk about sexuality. Some people do not identify with a male or a female. They identify with they. And so that's just another fluid expression of sexuality. So um, God accepts you nonetheless, and grace can change you the best <laughs> in my poetic way of expression. So. If that's you out there, don't forget to connect with me. If you want any resources, spiritual resources, that is, or even some facts or statistics and some stuff I can share with you, that may be a blessing. Maybe the Bible may be too hard for you and you can receive a different truth that may be enlightening to you. Um, it's a lower truth than Jesus, but nonetheless, it's the truth. It's a it's a it's pointing you to the truth, I should say. So I can share some of those things with you. Email me at God accepts you info at Gmail .com, And it's God period accepts period you period info at gmail.com i love to connect with you subscribe like comment share um it's going to get a little juicy in the upcoming episode so beware love you guys so much god accepts you grace can change you and please you can control you don't let anybody tell you you can't you've been given that spirit and that power thereof so use it don't abuse it love you until next time guys i'll see you around